Happy Wednesday and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. It is time for our midweek message. I'm reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington. It is a beautiful Wednesday here in the Seattle area, and I'm excited for what's to come today. But listen, I need to have a very intense conversation with y'all. I told you we were turning it up this week as we go through the duration of Men's Health Month. And I wanted to get into some specific conversations because I believe that they could be very helpful for our men, honestly, and women too. Ladies, please stay around for this. You're not gonna wanna miss this conversation around leaving and cleaving. But before we get there, I wanna first say thank you to all of our new listeners. Maybe this is your first time or one of your first times listening in to the Between the Dream podcast. I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to tune in with me. And of course, for my returners, my dream team, those of you all that have been with me throughout this journey for any stretch of time, thank you so much for your continued support. It means the world to me. Shout out to everybody who's been leaving so much love with the shares in the conversations that I've been having this month. And I know I've kind of taken my foot off the gas slightly from everything we did last month. That's just for some good R&R, honestly. But yeah, we're still here. And today I am going to start us off with a two-part conversation that I think is going to be very beneficial. I was having um, some talk with some friends recently and it got me to thinking about some of their concerns, but then also um, just conversations that I've had in the past with um, friends who are married and, and, and guy friends who are married, some girls who are married, and this constant conversation that comes up around being able to effectively leave and cleave. When I say leave and cleave, what am I talking about? Being able to leave your parents, when not, and, and not just from a standpoint of their household. Now, when I say leave, I don't mean that you are blipping them out of your life. That's not what I'm saying. But when I say leave and cleave, I'm literally talking about being able to leave from being under the jurisdiction of your parents and now being able to cleave, like literally stick like glue, come together with your spouse and in this being able to now create a bond and a union with them where they are your top priority. Um, A lot of times this doesn't always happen in marriages or it doesn't happen effectively Or maybe it takes eons, but by the time it finally does happen, there's been so much damage, trauma, issues, emotional turmoil that has taken place throughout this time frame. And so today I wanted to have this conversation from two different areas. The first is to my men um, when it comes to, hey, here are some things we need to change. But then also, too, I wanted to have this conversation from a standpoint of like, yo, like I need for us as men to realize just how much stress this puts our mind and our bodies under. And I think this is important because stress is one of the top killers when it comes to men and our lives and our emotions and where we are. This can literally take us out of the picture, out of the equation uh, as a whole. And so I wanted to have this conversation. So this is not slight. This is not to say that you can't love your parents still. Any Listen, 
my mom and dad, I love them dearly, right? Parents have been married for 35 years now. Um, We've got a phenomenal relationship. Like, I mean, COVID has definitely caused it to be really hard. I'm usually back at home five to six times a year, um, not just to see my family, but for work as well. And we're pretty close-knit family. But at the same time, even with all of that love and honor that I have for my parents, the reality is, is that I do have boundaries set in place as well when it comes to mom and dad aren't going to know every little thing about my marriage and what takes place within that space. And guess what, y'all? That's okay. And this is the point that I want to get you all to today, not just from a standpoint of them knowing your business, but also them trying to control your business. So let's jump into this conversation. I want to give you all some thoughts that I pinned together, and hopefully this helps you all. The first thing that I think is going to be so important is going to be boundaries. When we talk about how can we effectively leave and cleave, right? I think we've got to be able to set some boundaries up when it comes to it, right? Now, this can be done in a multitude of ways. I think if you have the opportunity to talk to your parents ahead of time, before the marriage, right? Or maybe early on in the marriage to say, hey, mom, dad, things are going to look different. Things are going to look different from the standpoint of, you know, I, I'm not going to be around as much. I might not be as easily accessible. So maybe, for for example, you're used to talking to your parents maybe five times in a given week, right? Um, as you get ready to navigate into a new space in your marriage, um, maybe you're you're going into a new job. Maybe you are you know, um, starting your own family, whatever the case might be, your accessibility might not be there. And it's not to say that you're too good or too busy for your parents. But once again, priority, right? I want you all to understand that priority is going to be a big part in how you set your boundaries, right? Usually what happens is, is whatever we give our priority to, that is what we will set boundaries around. So instead of setting boundaries around the fact that, hey, now that I'm married as a man, um, uh, I I need to give preferential treatment to my spouse. What, what can happen is that we can actually still have our parents as the priority and having them as the priority, we will give them the preferential treatment. And anything that comes against that space is what we might end up setting the boundaries against. So I need for us to reframe our thought process with this, reframe our mind to simply say, yo, I need to set boundaries around the space that I am prioritizing, right? So look, mom and dad, it might look a little different. Maybe we don't talk as much early on from a standpoint of five times a week goes down to three. That's not a big deal, right? Like you need to be able to really start setting the foundation for the newness that you're moving into. And I would even say this is important in the relationship aspect as well. When I put this post up yesterday, I put in quotation for your purpose, relationship, or marriage. And here's the reality for those that seek and desire a marriage. That's why I put that purposed relationship aspect there, because truth be told, the good relationship that could lead to a great marriage could be destroyed because of this very reason when it comes to parents control over our relationships romantically before they ever become marriages. The next piece that I want to give you when we talk about boundaries, right? I need for you all to start gaining some grit around not letting your parents run your lives. Now, hear me. I know mom and dad, maybe together or individually, have been monumental when it comes to helping you 
growing you, teaching you, raising you, all of those good things. I get it. But with that being said, I think it is important for us to make sure that we have an understanding around at this point when you are making a decision honestly when you get grown i remember my mom and dad telling me like you my responsibility up until the time that you're 18 i'm gonna give you everything that i got up until that point to make sure that you do what you're supposed to do and teach you how you're supposed to be taught 18 kind of stretched to 21 okay cool thanks mom and dad so but with that being said though it was this idea that hey if i can give you all of the necessary tools that will help you I I believe in you enough and I expect enough out of you to be able to handle and manage on your own and not me having to run your life for you. So with the boundary piece, I think that one of the things that we've got to do is to be able to get to a point where we understand that, hey, we are grown. And I think that this is actually a practice that can take place well before marriage or romantic relationship comes into the fold, right? Not letting your parents run your lives can start early when you talk about being responsible and starting to kind of do some of these things, maybe even in your singleness, right? In the space where you're not with someone right now, it can start there. The next thing that I want to encourage you all to do is to uh, help Holy Ghost. We ended this morning. Come on. Keep them out of your business, specifically around the failures of your spouse, of your significant other. So, two twofer right here, right, okay? First and foremost, you got to keep your parents out your business. Now, this doesn't mean that we're not going to talk about important stuff. This doesn't mean that we're not going to talk about hard stuff. This does not mean that we are not going to share some intimate details, because we are, right? We're going to, because here's the reality, you want the bond to grow together with 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 parents and and spouse right we become a bigger family we extend and we grow together that's the idea but even with the intimate stuff that we share i.e like okay my mom and i are talking my parents washing machine just went out recently right okay cool let's get y'all another one let's see what it's gonna look like boom we'll make it happen we share stuff like that hey um you know um, th- this is what we're thinking about doing, you know, for 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 dad for Father's Day or whatever the case might be. You know, we might even have some deep talks about some of our own personal fears of like, man, like I can sit down with my father right now and be like, look, pops, this is where I am when it comes to like some of my fears um, um, in, in, in growing as a husband or growing and the next phase will become fatherhood. And we can have those talks. Right. But what I'm talking about are those really intimate details with your spouse, with your significant other, right? The argument that y'all had, right? It's one thing to come from a space of perspective, but I think even then we've gotta be very careful because you don't want it to start blurring the lines to where what could be deemed as a failure um, by your spouse or your significant other, and maybe not as a failure from you, but as a failure from your parent, you got to understand the bias that they carry as a parent because you're still their baby. Even though you're grown, you're still their child, you're their seed. So for them, they don't look at it from the way that you will. Right. I remember hearing somebody say this one time before, but it's like you could share intimate details about an argument that was had between you and your spouse with your mom or your dad and they get upset about it. Right. And here's the reality, you and your spouse make up, but then 
the mom and the dad, the parent is still mad at the spouse for the situation that you and your spouse, you and your wife have overcome. Right. And so this is what I mean by us being very careful and mindful to keep them out of your business, which leads me into another conversation point of don't take the bait. I need you to learn how to bob and weave. And what do I mean by this? As we leave and cleave, bob and weave is going to be a big part of your success. Not taking the bait um, when it comes to the open invitation to gossip about your marriage. You might not look at it as gossip because you might think, oh, my mom and dad are coming from a great place. They just want to talk. But sometimes it can literally be an end for them to get intel, to get information about your struggles within the marriage, your spouse's struggles, all of these different things. I need you to learn how to discern and learn how to just like a boxer, move around. Notice when the, the punch is coming, get out the way, weave it, right? And then the next thing I need for you all to do, be and because this conversation part about the bob and weave and not taking the bait comes from a deeper space. And that is this, taking a sip of tea, dealing with a pushy parent. Come on, somebody. We're going to talk about this. Dealing with the pushy parent, right? The one that is always just like super critical, super overanalyzing, super... Um, hands in everything, maybe borderline narcissistic. Um, This is a real thing, right? So you've got to learn to deal with the pushy parent. This is where your boundaries need to be. The parent that is pushy, this is where your boundaries need to be. And I want to give you all this as some encouragement to help you if this is an area of struggle for you. Conversate, I'm sorry, yes, converse. Is it converse? Whatever. It's early in the morning. We're doing this conversation for you all. (laughs) If boundaries can't be respected hear me communicate what you desire from your parent in order for your marriage to thrive now hear me if the boundaries can't be respected i believe that there is a grace period and space of communicating effectively exactly what it is you feel and believe that you need and want from your parent in the space of the boundary their what they can do what they can't do what you do feel comfortable with and what you don't feel comfortable with okay If that can't be respected, you communicate these desires with them, right? And then as you communicate with them, look, let them know, hey, if you can't do this, I'm going to have to pull back. If you can't respect my wishes with what I'm trying to um, bring together, what I'm trying to create foundationally on this side, then, hey, I'm going to have to pull back. I know a lot of parents have had to do this. Uh, I'm sorry, a lot of a lot of children have had to do this with their parents and definitely um, children who are married and now have children. Right. Because you do have some unfortunate circumstances where parents, maybe they haven't dealt with their own um, traumas or maybe they're high on the horse and they don't realize that they carry some traits that while it seems in good intention, maybe a little toxic or maybe not fitting for you and what it is that you're trying to do. Right. And so I need for you all to be very, very careful. If boundaries can be set, take the grace period to communicate what you desire from them. If that doesn't work, hey, we start to pull back and say, yo, until we could come to an agreement on this where you can hear me and not do the very things that I'm telling you cause more anxiety, cause more stress, cause depression in me personally, but then also are causing strife with my spouse. 
the words that you say, the snide remarks and comments, the things that you do that are unnecessary, the petty antics. Yo, if you can't respect this, that means you can't respect me enough in this, then I'm going to have to pull back and we can reconvene when you can get it together and we can come to this space um, respectfully together, right? It's okay to give reassurance to your parents and your parents and your spouse. We're we're winding down here now. It's okay to give reassurance to your parents and your spouse. Why am I saying this? Once again, going back to my initial point, I think it is so important for us to realize that the goal, prayerfully, hopefully, is that as we marry, we leave and cleave, and even though we leave and cleave, we're extending the family so we can have a great, amazing bond with them. We can be very intimate and detailed with them. And, and the reassurance comes from trying to build the family out, maybe rather than taking the approach of, I'm just taking him or her away from you. That's not what's happening, right? It's, yo, I've been blessed to have your child as now my forever. And with this, I want to be able to grow with them and as we figure this out, continue to grow together with you. So giving reassurance on both sides to both parties, giving reassurance when it comes to um, love, right? So this is how I look at it. Think and encourage growth and bonding together with both parties, right? Growth and bonding is the encouragement piece that you can use when you're working through these, these things with your parents and your spouse or your significant other, I believe that this can be very, very helpful. Think and encourage a growth and bonding mindset. And then of course, with everything that you do, because I believe that it can help in very tough talks and tough situations, I wanna encourage you all to lead. Men, please hear me, men, lead these conversations in love. Let your actions be led in and by love as well lead with love guys i think that when you do this you can speak from a non-harsh space you can talk from a space of clarity and understanding and you can get your point across without doing more damage that is my message for you today listen if this was of any help to you if there was an aha moment if there was something that spoke out please let me know tag me on the social media platforms. Let me know what resonated, right? At Jr. on Instagram, Richard L. Taylor Jr. on Facebook and LinkedIn and at TrulyTaylorMade on Twitter. Don't forget, you can get your signed copy of my latest book, The 31 Days of Power, A Simplified Approach to Everyday Mental Health at RichardTaylorJr.com. It is Men's Health Month. I believe that this conversation is important because this can lead to so much damage, hurt, pain, trauma, um, and stress in the lives of men as they are trying to figure out how to navigate the family that they're trying to create and the family that they grew up in. But I believe that we can make a change with this. You're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream.